This week's episode brought to you by hashtag justice for rats. If you've been listening for a while, you know that Magnus stirred up the HMT community a while ago, which ended in our patrons forcing us to watch the worst movie we've ever seen, Rats, Night of Terror. Well, Magnus has a podcast of his own called Film Klubben, and normally they speak Swedish on it, and you can't tell what they're saying, and you, pro- and you think they're talking about you, but they're probably not. But yesterday, they released an episode entirely in English where they review Rats, Night of Terror in English. So if you are a part of that movement, firstly, fuck you. And second, go check out Filmklubben, spelled F-I-L-M-K-L-U-B-B-E-N. Give them a listen. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Time! Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bruce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and me, Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare meow meows. New theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horror bull. Today we're going to be reviewing, oh my fucking God, everybody, shut up. Godzilla versus Kong. Monkey. <laughs> a cool thing you may not know about the podcast that you're listening to we have the very best community of any podcast you've ever listened to ever and it, and we have proof of it if you hop on to facebook and join the facebook group the facebook group the horror movie talk group lots of great people on there it's a it's always a good time there's always a lot of profane jokes and, uh, you know, we'll kick you off for being too PC. Uh, you can check us out at our website, horrormovietalk.com. From there, you can find at, you can find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, where I will be streaming tonight. It's a Saturday night, so I will be streaming tonight at twitch.tv slash horrormovietalk. Bruce goes on there, seems like on Sundays sometimes, and he, uh, he plays a game. And you should yeah. check it out because he's really good at this game. Um, I've I've done it once, and I'm surprised that people weren't bored to tears. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing Twitch. We're really close to getting our affiliate status. All we need to yeah. do is ten more followers. That's all. Ten we need. more followers. So, if you're listening to this, you probably missed it. But uh, but join you'll us. know for next next time. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Wednesday or after this Saturday, we'll mm-hmm. be doing the second Saturday. Um, watch, watch party. party. Yeah, yeah. It, so this upcoming Saturday is the second Saturday of the month, which means we'll have a watch party on like Amazon or Netflix, and uh, and y'all can uh, join in. There's a chat room uh, next to a movie that we watch, and so that'll be fun. Um, we post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe to us and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. You can get a hold of us at our number 682-253-4468 and you know if you'd like to leave a truly disgusting uh voicemail we have a whole different line for that 252-228-4628 that's the body body fluids exchange hotline you can leave whatever body fluids you have at the door and pick up some other body fluids um you know just for you we have a great episode today Today we will be talking about Godzilla versus Kong. Holy shit, Bryce! Monkey, it's it's coming. Oh lord, he coming. Monkey, yeah, he's coming. I'm I'm through the roof about this. I can't. <laughs> I cannot. We'll start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of one to ten. One being terrible, five being average, and ten being 
really, 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 really good. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers, take a deep dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later, we will be announcing the winners of the One Titty Challenge. We'll be judging the titties on air and then and then announcing a winner. A winner. There are not many titties <laughs> to judge from. Have we even compiled the list of you know, less you than 10 searched, people that... We're just going to search the hashtag, baby. Okay. See what pops up. All right. See what kind of nipples are erect. Which ones are those craven, you know, the inverted ones. Mm-hmm. Right. And then give it to the inverted ones. Because even them, they need a little bit. They need a little bit of encouragement, you know. We watched Godzilla vs. Kong and oh my God, my life will never be the same again. Let's get into the trailer. This is our only chance. We have to take it. We need Kong. The world needs him. To stop what's coming. And this child. She's the only one he'll communicate with. I knew that they had a bond. She had nowhere to go, so I made a promise to protect her. And I think that in some way, Kong did the same. So, Godzilla vs. Kong trailer at this point is just going to be a bunch of explosions. So we'll have it playing in the background a little bit. You may be able to hear it. Godzilla vs. Kong is a complicated, mind-bending thriller that will have you asking, what is real? It's got me wondering if movies will ever be the same again. The story starts with an attack by Godzilla upon a private megacorp. Wait a minute. I We should probably give some background. Okay. To, who is Godzilla? Oh, who is Godzilla? Oh, I'm Bryce, you silly, silly bitch. Um, the story starts with an attack by Godzilla upon a private megacorp out of Pensacola, Florida, called Apex. It seems, and if we know anything about private megacorps, is they're always good. Yes. Right? They okay. got our best interest. Always have our best interest at heart. It seems that he, Godzilla, has turned from a good ultra monster to a bad one, and everyone is very concerned about that. The leading mind scientists in the world decide that Earth's only hope is to take Kong out of his enclosure on Spider Skull Island to do battle with Godzilla. The leading... Oh, I already read that part. Hmm. Shit starts to go sideways when Monkey realizes he can't swim... And everyone gets more big bonk energy than they bargained for. Uh, okay, you, my- you missed the the best part is the uh, the opening titles where it just has like the Godzilla March Madness bracket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just my synopsis. We'll get right, into, right, right, we'll right. Get into okay, it. you can give my computer's normal levels now. Uh, so my review. For Godzilla vs. Kong, there is no way to prepare you, the audience, for Godzilla vs. Kong. All we can do is tell you to find a table, get under it, and start blowing mud in your big boy pants. (laughs) (laughs) Once your pants are full, pray that society will mend itself before you have to throw your own turds at the biggest monkey you've ever seen. Honestly, there is nothing I can say that you don't already know about this movie. (laughs) Even if all you know is the title of this movie, you know everything. There is either a gigantic hole in your life that only monkey punches can fill, or there isn't. There is no (laughs) in-between. I'm not going to lie. I like this movie more than I thought I would. This is a hard movie to quantify, though. Because it's so obvious in so many ways. It's just, it's just, here's a nail, here's a head, hit it. Mm-hmm. It's nail on the head every time. Uh-huh. Bang, bang. Some things, some of the things that I struggle with in reviewing Godzilla versus Kong are 
top-tier talent behind the helm and on the screen. Screen. This is directed by Adam Wingard, who also directed VHS and You're Next, which are some horror films that I really enjoyed. It also stars and features Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Julian Dennison, Lance Reddick, and Damien Bershear. These are big, big names. On the other hand, none of them give a good performance in this. <laughs> <laughs> and are as Melba Toast boring as you can possibly imagine. <laughs> this is the worst they've ever done. This is the worst. Wow. Yeah. But Godzilla does fight with King fucking Kong. <laughs> you gotta take the bad with the good. Yeah. The sound design is unbelievable, and this whole movie seems like one big Dolby display for massive crunching and roaring sounds, which could be a drawback if you're looking to sip some wine and fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> but Godzilla does fight with King fucking Kong! I just got in my head a picture of, like, a middle-aged therapist and his wife. They're both wearing cardigans. I'm like, hmm... What would you like what to watch tonight, What should we watch tonight? Ta taking out their Merlot. <laughs> like, like, oh, Godzilla hmm, versus... Godzilla. Well, this seems like an interesting foreign film. Do you film. suppose this is Donkey Kong or and the king? He's the king of the Kongs. Mm -hmm. And then so they watch it and they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. I like Donkey this. punches. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion, this isn't as good as, move, uh, uh, as, good a movie as Kong Skull Island or Godzilla 2014. But Godzilla does fight with King fucking Dong. So you have a choice ahead of you. You can watch this movie and be pummeled by monster fights, the likes of which you've never seen before. Or you can save yourself two hours and pretend like you saw this movie and no one will ever be able to tell the difference. You can still hang at the water cooler. No one. You'll be like, did you see King Kong versus Godzilla? And you'll be like, it, it's called Godzilla versus Kong. And they'll be like, oh, sorry. It was great, though, right? And you'll be like, yeah, big big boom. Big bonk. Ponch. Ponch. The end. I like the part like, with the bonk, where he bonked him. Yeah. Some some people will be like, did you like the part where they went into the Earth's crust? And you'll have to be like, mm-hmm. Uh -huh, but uh -huh. other than that, that's I got you covered. I already explained that just now. Mm -hmm. I say that this felt pretty similar to the Meg uh, but now all I can think of is who would win if Godzilla and Kong fought the Meg. <laughs> so, I mean, this movie is clearly superior. I mean, he has proven himself aggressive towards boats. So that sea battle. That is true. There were many tragic boating accidents in this movie. <laughs> Lots of aggression sh shown towards boats. Many thousands and thousands of lives lost. I'll go out on a limb here, Bryce, and say that this is the dumb movie that America needs to regroup, get its feet under itself. I'll go further. It's the dumb movie that the world needs. There you go. I, it's We can all come together and watch Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes. What and, did you... Yeah. Yeah. It's... And then we'll have watched it. And then we will all have watched it and we can carry on with our lives mm -hmm. in... Without that hanging over us. And then, us. like, whatever the world throws at you, like, if there's Donald Trump or, or like, immigration crises, crises mm -hmm. or genocides or, you know, worldwide pandemics. Mm -hmm. You think, yes, but we still live in a world that contains Godzilla versus King Kong. Right. It yeah. produced that movie. There and is, then there some, is hope somehow, for humanity. Yeah, it'll give you hope. What what is uh what did you think of Godzilla versus Kong? It's exactly what I expected. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't seen like any the only Godzilla movie that I think I've seen all the way through is the two thousand no, the uh nineteen ninety nine one. Whichever one had Matthew Broderick in it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be <laughs> the horribly failed uh reboot of Godzilla. You. How dare you? Um but I've caught I've caught glimpses of the old Godzillas, and any time I watched it, it was the boring human parts. Uh huh. And uh, after watching this movie, I'm like, okay, this is this must be what all of those movies are like. It's just like the parts that you want to watch, which is 
a giant lizard punching things and knocking down buildings. And then the part that you don't give two fucks about, which is any time that there's a human face on the screen. You're like, what is this person talking about? Why are they here? What's <laughs> happening? What? Why isn't a monkey punching a lizard? <laughs> and and all the, all the humans do is talk about the lizard. And how it's big, it and how, is, it's, how they got to stop it, or how it's going to destroy things. It is big, though. And you're like, yeah, so let's stop talking about it. Let's, let's show it uh, punching some buildings. I mean, uh, okay, so there's a lot there to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's complex and whatnot. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, uh, this is all to say, I don't want to overthink it. This is an enjoyable film. Yeah. It's exactly what I expected. Mm-hmm. The parts where the big monkey punched the big lizard were awesome. A plus. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> there's, I was... World in, class. Anytime there was humans on screen, I was bored to tears. But anytime there was a battle, I was giggling <laughs> with delight. I yeah. was like, this is great. Were you horrified at parts of this? <laughs> were you scared? No. Did you fear for your life? No. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This awakened something inside me that I feared within myself, which is some minor enjoyment of this variety of entertainment. <laughs> See, I'm, so not, I'm not apologetic night, about it. I like. I think the other thing that I realized was it, it made me happy that there's still a place for this type of movie. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. like this is basically not just a place. Like. This is the pinnacle of theater right now. Right. <laughs> like, the, there's so many, pretty much every action movie and every ridiculous scenario you see in the theater now takes itself seriously. Like, sometimes way too seriously. Like, well, fear the not. DC, <laughs> the DC uh, universe, yeah. where it's like dark and gritty Superman, you know. Throw <laughs> it's like mourning the loss of the uh, superhero supervillain he just killed, and then even Marvel is like they're not completely dark and gritty, but they they are taking it seriously. They're like, no, this is a real world, yeah, in which these you know characters exist. Then you turn your head a little bit to the left <laughs> and you get monkey punch. And you're like, yeah, and, and I think back to. My teenage and childhood years of, of the 90s and just how ridiculous and stupid the movies were that I enjoyed. Like, I, I don't want to, like, be too much of an old man, but where are the face-offs nowadays? <laughs> like, where's John Woo when you need him, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Where's, where's, like, John Travolta being, like, a complete ham Yeah, and gaining like the highest box office like this is this movie gives me hope that that can still exist it awakened something inside of me where last night i found myself finishing nightmare on elm street 4 dream master and i was like hmm i wonder what i'm gonna watch now and then i kind of scrolled through hbo max a little bit and i was like godzilla they have all the godzillas godzilla, on hbo right King now King of the monsters huh and then I got 30 minutes into it. And I was like, yeah. This is... Oh, God, what's happening to me? No! Mothra, take me! Um, <laughs> so uh, my score for this, I, I, it's not a, uh, this is not the best movie I've ever seen. It is not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's barely a movie, to be honest with you. This is, I'm a little bit angry they didn't go Kung Fury with it. They had carte blanche to just just go full retard on this. They could have just gone full retard. Retired. And and everything could have been crazy, totally turned up to 11. But instead, you're right. They had a bunch of people talking halfway through. Why wasn't it just the most insane battles all for, for 50 minutes? But instead, it was a two-hour movie. with. So I'm giving it yeah. a four out of ten. That's where I'm sticking. Yeah, I... I mean, I don't think that they had carte blanche because they really were trying to set up what this movie was with all the previous Godzilla and they King Kong like movies. They took like seven years to set this up. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I'm going to go with what I said. This is exactly what I expected. And with that, I give it a five out of 10. Not, not far off. Hits all the expected marks. It's exactly like you've already seen this movie. If you've heard the title and you've watched the trailer, I have some critics. I'm sure you've noticed. I think you actually enjoy talking to them, uh, on YouTube where people or you know and some people will be critical of you some people will be critical of me they'll be mm-hmm. like boy david's taken some shits with his opinion in the past <laughs> i don't i don't remember oh you don't this was no. this week somebody on our youtube commented on something and was like david has had some fucking awful opinions in the past and i definitely agree with bryce more and you're like tell me more <laughs> <laughs> did i say i don't remember yeah, responding something like that oh wow um but uh but i'm now i fear for you know so their fear does enter i do feel like this is pretty average but is this gonna be like a halloween moment where like you didn't give a godzilla movie a perfect 10 out of 10 no i think you hate it why do you hate godzilla david dude Ah! we don't hate halloween we don't hate halloween i like halloween i like it just fine god damn it (laughs) you people (laughs) you fucking people if you there's lots of ways to trigger david but we're cultivating a new one. Just, if just, you ever meet David on the street, just be like, I mean, so, I mean, I know you hate Halloween, but <laughs> it's one of my favorite horror movies. Like, why do you hate Halloween? And it's, it's there's so much evidence, both physical, digital. <laughs> there's, there's so much evidence to prove that I like Halloween. And you people keep misinterpreting me. We all know. Uh, so there you have it. There's Godzilla versus Kong. In a nutshell. Hey guys, if you would like to support the show, you can do so by supporting our sponsors. And you know what? I'm a huge fan of nightchannels.com. They've been so cool to us. And uh, and it would really behoove you to get a cool looking shirt on your fucking chest right now. Look at your dumb shirt. Look at it. Oh, that's a dumb shirt. Look at your stupid shirt. Oh, it's Trailblazers. Who cares? You know what it could be? It could be Terminator 2. And nightchannels.com can get you there. They got the coolest shirts in all kinds of different colors. They got red. They got black. They got probably white and green. Yeah, but David, they're so expensive. They are not. They're prohibitively cheap. They make you go, how can I not just buy four of these? I don't know. I checked the prices now. I thought like, wow, that's like 13% over overpriced. Good news for you, stupid. If you use HM code HMT at checkout, you get 13% off. <gasps> oh my god, I'm going there right now. All their all the merch on nightchannels.com. And so you really have no excuse now. You think, "Oh, 13% over." Well, guess what? HMT at checkout gets you 13% off. Check them out. They got tons of horror movie themed shirts. They got tons of band themed shirts. You can't go wrong at nightchannels.com. You know what? Our other sponsor, manscaped.com, is pretty great too. Flowers are blooming. The grass is growing. It's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsor, manscaped.com, you can trim your holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers. Manscaped.com, the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use code HMT to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the other 2 million men who trusted Manscaped. They are here to make sure you are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some (laughs) spring cleaning. (laughs) So spring has sprung and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. Have you heard of their weed whacker? I love this thing. I have the weed whacker. The nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which help which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. No more gross nose hairs flying in the wind. Let me tell you, something happened to me when I turned about thirty-three, uh-huh. and just big, thick, girthy whiskers started growing where there weren't whiskers before in my nose and ears. Right, and all there, there's a weird thing where I find. 
like long, like a long, one single long hair on my earlobe. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus. Yeah. You also have this thing where they grow directly out of the tip of your nose. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, it's, for uh, mentioning that. It's again. astonishing. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, I'm just saying mm-hmm. you we're talking about body hair. Let's talk about body hair. Anyway, um, this thing, the, the, uh, the ear and nose hair trimmers I've had in the past, man, they just rip the hairs out and this thing just glides right by them. I've never had it be uncomfortable. I've never had it be awkward or snaggy. Also, another product that I love for Manscaped is the Crop Preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer for your nuts. It's, it's starting to get hot outside and this is crucial so your balls will stop sticking to your leg. And that's legit the worst. So check out manscaped.com. Use HMT at checkout to get 20% off and free shipping. We love Manscaped over here at HMT because, let's face it, we're big, dirty raccoons. Are you tired of listening to these commercials? Yes. Well, I have good news for you. If you go to patreon.com slash horror movie talk, you can join our Patreon and get a commercial-free, early-access version of every episode we do um, as soon as we edit it. And uh, for a very measly cost, that tier is only six sixty-six. Yeah. $6.66. Yeah, some episodes that you will get access to that we haven't released to the public yet. Annabelle, the original. Sputnik. Paranormal Activity 3. You can listen to those if you sign up at the Mm $6.66 tier because they're early release. And there's lots of other tiers. We we just started, well, for for all tiers except one, you get access to a separate podcast called The Afterpod where we just leave the mics running and we keep talking. That's one of the things most of our patrons uh, like the most. Um, And then also we started doing extra content called... The uh, artisanal pretentious episodes where we feature a movie. It's a pared down episode um, where we review a movie and it's just us talking about it. We don't do any filler, no ads, no, no funny bits. It's just us waxing poetic about the movie for, for a little bit. And you get access to that at a certain tier. Yeah. And, you know, there's another tier that we actually have to specify before, but at the end of the day, we got to specify on this, that this is just, the shirt is just for us citizens because it is insanely expensive to send a shirt across the seas. Um, but yeah, there's another tier where if you're there for a couple months, you get a shirt or something like that. So check it out. That's our Patreon at patreoncom slash horror movie top. And uh, also you can, you know, if you want a shirt or stickers, we got some new sticker designs coming in here shortly. Uh, you can check it out at horrormovietalk.com slash shop. Check out our resident artist, Dustin Goble, a professional artist who, man, this dude fucks with the best of them. He's got that Teflon dick. It's it stick, sticky shit just rolls off of it. it there's no uh, friction. It's very hard for him to come because there's it's a frictionless dick. Uh, he also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans, so contact him at dgobel, that's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram and make your artistic dreams come true. If you want to leave us voicemail, call 682-253-4468 and we'll probably feature you on a future episode of Horror Movie Talk. Thanks again, and let's get into Spoilers! This is the intro of the movie. They're on <laughs> Skull Island, but they've built a special habitat for Kong. It's like the King Kong Truman Show. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. Wow, Bryce, coming in with hot takes mm. over here. Yeah, they've built a big dome to contain King Kong on Skull Island. <sighs> And then he knows about it somehow, mm-hmm. and he throws a... <sighs> it's. I haven't watched... Uh, he throws a tree into the thing. I haven't watched uh, Skull Island, the movie, Skull Island. 
Oh, it's... It, I know you is, were a big fan. It was a lot of fun. And you know what? Actually, before we even get into reviewing this movie, I'm going to say, like, so this movie is available both in theaters and on HBO Max. Listen to me. Even if you have HBO Max and you're terrified of the coronavirus, I'm going to say you're going to have a lot of fun at the movie theater with this one. This is made for theaters. Yeah. It is going to be so much more fun at a theater. I'm just saying. Um, Drop so some I, acid, head to the movie theater, let it kick in. So, okay, give me the timeline for the King Kong movies if you if you know it. So, is King Kong Skull Island the sequel to Peter Jackson's King Kong, or was there an, another intermittent reboot? I don't believe Kong? that Jackson's Kong has anything to do with any of this. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't so, play in. So I believe. Was it there? Goes, was uh, there? Was King Kong Skull Island a sequel or a reboot then? Um, yeah. So it was a, a reboot to Kong, mm -hmm. but it was a sequel to Godzilla 2014, or technically a sequel. It has nothing to do with it. It just happens to be in the same universe. Oh, so did they mention Godzilla in that movie? No, I don't believe so. Um, but so it goes Godzilla 2014 for this universe that mm -hmm. has finally collided. Oh, thank God. It goes, uh, <laughs> Godzilla 2014, which is in my opinion, a pretty doom laden, uh, fun, but dark and menacing Godzilla. Um, I had a, a blast in mm -hmm. theaters at that one. And then 2017, I think is the release of Kong Skull Island. And that is just an adventure just fun, just funny and, mm -hmm. uh, and kind of touching too. Like it's got all the emotions. And then I think 2018 or 19, you got Godzilla King of the monsters where he fights Ghidorah and Mothra and maybe one other mm -hmm. in there. And then you have net. Now we have this, right? We have Godzilla versus Kong. And the biggest spoiler of the movie, I didn't know about this. Not only do you get, Godzilla versus King Kong. You also get Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla is thrown in there. Mm -hmm. yes. And King Kong and Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Right. Me Let me just say this. Which, if you don't know, is a mechanical Godzilla. Okay, keep going. <sighs> I you've just. You just drained me of all my energy. I just, I mean, you might, I just need to explain it to listeners that might not understand this the context. This is the these. lamest Mechagodzilla I've ever, ever seen. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not all up on the kaiju. I don't uh -huh. know all this shit. I don't care a lot, generally speaking. So, you know, mock me as you will, kaiju people, you. Uh-huh. You know, I, uh -huh. I don't know what you do in your spare time, but I'm sure it's mock me is a good portion of it. Mm -hmm. um, but this Mecha Godzilla was dumb as fuck looking like they could have made him look any which way. And they made him look like they made him look. And it's, well, it's like, what are you doing? What do you yeah, think? I think that's the the thing with these movies is that it, it is trying to emulate the original Godzilla and instead of doing the. The horrible mistake that the Matthew Broderick uh, Godzilla did, which was just completely redesigned Godzilla. Like, oh, we got to make him more like a real lizard. It's like, no, no. The, the whole point is you want a dude in a costume. I don't know. I and didn't you want mind. It to, you want it to look like it's a giant lizard that would fit a just a dude inside of it. Ah. And so it, it's like, I think trying to maintain the design of the previous mecha godzilla yeah it was which is basically just a metal version of godzilla is geeky as fuck <laughs> yeah he was uh he was thick in all the wrong places mm. you know it was just it's just off-putting to look at him mm -hmm. uh i'll say that the one thing about these movies that i always kind of key in on is i'm always go because because i love the um I love the comparison charts that'll show up on Reddit in a, a little while, which is the scale. I'm always keyed mm. into the like the scale of the size of the of right. the monsters in the movie that I'm watching. Uh, and I feel like the Godzilla 2014 was 
f- fucking ultra massive. Like he was uh-huh. unbelievably gigantic. Right. Uh, just to, and it w- and it made it like very impending and like oh yeah Jesus fucking Christ that thing's large. Uh-huh. And I feel like they scaled Godzilla down in this to scale to scale Kong up. See, I thought King Kong Skull Island specifically made kong giant so they made that him they, a lot bigger for so sure that they could eventually do this movie like they that was did the make him bigger but i just feel like godzilla got scaled down a little bit mm. um which i don't know i i would have liked to see the biggest monkey i've ever seen to be fairies and eight i mean it is the biggest monkey i've ever seen yeah i don't know I have just you feel seen like, a bigger monkey it's a hard, it's a tough question it is tough. asking the hard-hitting questions here on horror movie talk uh, you know i do have another question for you here is this see i keep getting this from people i keep getting this from people and i keep saying you simple bitch and then i smack them in the face but they keep saying is that really a horror movie is that really a horror movie and i'm like it's horror movie talk i can't talk about it unless it's a horror movie so but here we are talking about it so ipso facto right. it must be a horror movie right um yeah, I mean it's uh, horror is a pretty big genre, and it includes monster monster movies. Like if there's a monster, this is what I keep saying that people are scared of. That's a horror movie. This is what I keep saying. Well, not only that, but let's just look at the history. Like monster movies were the first movies, you know? Right. Like, I mean, it, whether... I mean the first horror movies too. I mean, like all those like Universal monster, yeah, films. Those are all horror movies. Now, it could be argued that this has kind of breached, you know, into a, into a different category. But I feel like it's still covered by the uh, by the genre tent, you know? I feel like it can still sit in here and fit in here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we learn that... Okay, so the movie starts out with Godzilla attacking Florida. And everyone's like, oh shit, Godzilla bad now. Why is he bad? Well, we get a little little taste, little look into what's going on at the Apex Labs over there, which is they're trying to they're trying to harness some sort of new power source to 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 do something seemingly diabolical. Mm. And uh and pretty soon it's it's alluded to that Godzilla it's senses like a threat. Yeah, I mean it's literally MacGuffin. It's like uh, it's a thing. Godzilla wants it, so he came and he came and attacked the facility, and now we got to go find where where that thing is. Can like, you de- for those who don't know, can you describe a MacGuffin, please? A MacGuffin is just like a plot device of some like super powerful or super important thing that impels all the action in a movie. So, right. like in Pulp Fiction, it's that briefcase yeah. in. Um, you know, in any of the Mission Impossibles or James Bond, there'll be like a nuclear device or something that they're running after. Yeah, in in the Marvel in the Marvel movies, it's it's the Infinity Stones. Right. So, I mean, this is a pretty lazy MacGuffin because you don't actually care about it in for most of the movie. Yeah. But just for like the first act, they're like, "Hey, there's a thing. We saw a thing. There was a thing here." Right. Let's go. I bet they have this that thing over here. So I guess we better go over here. Yeah, and why did why did Godzilla do the thing? Uh, because of the thing. <laughs> that's that's there, it. There they, is a whole party of there. There is a small party of people devoted to the explanation of the MacGuffin, uh-huh. and this is the podcaster, mm-hmm. the conspiracy theory podcaster, and the two little kids who believe him. Uh-huh. One of which is Millie Bobby Brown, and the other of which is uh, a, a a young New, New Zealander, Zealander from Hunt for the Wilder People. And I love that kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, he he did a bad job in this movie. But everybody did a bad job in this movie. And these three people um, are are tasked with explaining to you what the MacGuffin is and why he why Godzilla wants it. And the answer is, this is a power source that Godzilla thinks is is could threaten the world. Or threaten him. Threaten him, humanity, whatever. Mm. Because he's the savior of humanity, so this is like, oh, company bad! And uh, and so he 
you know, he, he, he zeroes in on it. And, and of course the conspiracy theorist and children are the people who are always right in movies. Yeah. Long story short, they find out it's related to Mecha Godzilla. Like it was all leading them to Mecha Godzilla. Right. That was, that was it. So here's, here's my question to you. Out of the human characters, who wins least interesting character? Because I can't even tell you. They're all the exact same amount of just a void of interest for me. Yeah, the bad guy is kind of stereotypical. <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> the um... But not even that. There's like yeah, nothing. I... There's nothing there. It's just like he's just standing. Who's the bad guy? Someone points. It's that guy over there. And he's just like the Spanish kinda, looking individual. <laughs> he just, he just kind of looks over and shrugs he's like, uh, yeah, we're going to do it. We made a good man. The Dos Equis man, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he just shrugs. He's like, I guess I'm the most interesting I'm, man on earth. So. And, and uh, yeah, all of all of these human characters compete for my lack of attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're all in a race to become the most boring person you've ever known. But my my personal favorite out of all of them mm. that I would giggle about as much as watching the monkey punch Godzilla, <laughs> yeah, is that little uh, deaf girl. Uh huh. Well, because you know, little... have you watched Have you watched uh, the Snyder cut? Of- no. I, okay. I'm tired of people asking me about that, though. There's this... What? You don't want to sit through four hours of a superhero movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> and... Uh, oh. Um, it surprised me that it wasn't terrible. Uh, but in the Snyder Cut, there's a meme where any time Wonder Woman appears on screen, they play the same clip of music of this, like... Except it's women like singing, like it's comical every single time. Every single time this little deaf girl appears on screen, it's like the exact same shot. It's just like this earnest, moon-faced, wry smile. I'm just like innocence. I am innocence. And then God, then uh, King Kong looks at her and he's like, oh. Love. Uh, there's a little girl, and I am not evil. Look, I'm going to touch her. I'm going to touch her. And yeah. that's literally happens like six times in this movie. Is little girl stare into camera with a smile or look slightly scared for King Kong. That's her entire purpose in this movie. That's her. That's her calling. Yeah. It's she, so simple. Well, her handler... Her like pretend, her like adoptive mother or whatever mm-hmm. is fucking boring, <laughs> so boring. Oh my god! But I, it blows me away that all these super talented actors got roped into yeah this to be like Alexander Skarsgård is capable of so much. And I said his name, and you were like, "He's in this." <laughs> yeah, I didn't even recognize the Skarsgård. Yeah. I'll watch anything for that. Such man. a meaningless He's such character. A sexy. I don't know that they had his shirt off once in this movie. Such a fucking waste. Where are those goddamn cum gutters? <laughs> the the other thing that with this girl that it seemed like it was going to be an important plot point and then it does nothing mm. is it shows that Godzilla learned not Godzilla King Kong. They're interchangeable in my head. it feels... King Kong learned sign language. Right. (gasps) Monkey learn. Learn to imitate you exactly. (laughs) So that doesn't matter for the whole movie, except he he knows how to sign home. I want to go home. You do feel emotions about Monkey. Yeah, you, you do feel like, oh, poor guy. Yeah. Aww, yeah. Look, he looks sad. He looks kind of like me. King Kong is the one you want to win. Right. In this movie. And it makes it very clear. And it's, he's the underdog. Because he's, they really like heavily try to characterize him. Anytime he's like on screen and not fighting, he's like lounging. He's like the big Lebowski yeah. of Kaiju. Yeah. And they even play like, you know. 
at one laid point, back rock songs whenever <laughs> whenever he's like lounging on the ship and stuff. Yeah, at one point they even give him a, a lazy boy recliner. Right in in his uh, no, that's his throne because he's the king. Right, the th- well, I call my lazy boy the throne. Mm. Um, I call my shitter the throne. Okay, uh, this is a clean. That's podcast. where I rule. So yeah, so there's there's an early fight where where they fight in the water, and that's not fair because monkey can't swim. Uh, no stereotyping though. And, and then, but they're on the way to Antarctica because there's a little bit of a wrench thrown in the works here. Like the earth in this movie is not the earth in real life. This earth, instead of being filled with lava is hollow. This is kind of like a Ray Harryhausen kind of earth, kind of, uh, you know, the, um, uh, the, the lore here is that there's actually a whole nother land and it's below our land in the middle of the earth, some sort of middle earth. And, um, and so that they got to get to the front door mm-hmm. of the, of the hollow earth. And that is conveniently located in Antarctica. You know, it's a real missed opportunity that Millie Bobby Brown didn't get to go into the, cause it's the upside down into the upside down. Right. Yes, they have to build a special spacecraft that is capable of in gravity inversions. Mm-hmm. Um, and these things are heavily featured as the cool thing. And they're just little pods. The We haven't talked about how a major plot point in this movie is to find Earth's anus. <laughs> it's in Antarctica. It's in Antarctica, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and... And uh, like they they show the diagrams, like the computer diagrams, and it's like goes around the world, and then it just like finds this perfect sphincter at the bottom of the earth, and it's like we need to fly through here, (laughs) get in that booty, gotta get in our penis shaped (laughs) ship, (laughs) (laughs) going in, um, yeah, so yeah, and and Kong shows, you know, he he's not an ass man, he shows some. He's not exactly interested in going into the butthole of the earth. Right. Um, but he does. He do. And uh, and within and this this is just like this kind of sidetrack to the movie. Uh-huh. And frankly, I kind of liked it. This was the part that I was like, oh, cool. It's like a fantasy world inside earth. Yeah. But the whole reason to go there is to find Kong's axe uh-huh. and establish that there's a whole world of monsters below us. Uh-huh. This is where the kaiju are. And this is Kong's throne, and Godzilla's probably from here too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a kind of a cool little, but it gives King Kong a weapon, right. and that's the important part. Right. And now he is equipped to fight with Godzilla because mm-hmm. uh, he's the underdog. You can't fight Godzilla without one of the axe is basically made of one one of Godzilla's back plates. Yeah, I mean the. It's unfair because Godzilla is basically, I mean, he's a giant lizard with sharp teeth, but he's also like a giant laser. Right. Can That can cut through anything. So it's not really fair to King Kong. Right. That he doesn't have anything comparable to giant laser. <laughs> they should have so- given him a giant dick. <laughs> like a big, big, big dick. Like a kaiju dick. I know. <laughs> like walking, he's like walking past. They have- just knocks over a building. They have, uh, they have like that done, that really like deep throaty music. Mm. And you just see this gigantic throbbing, like Kong dick. Let's, you just see a portion of it and then it has to like pan out, out, out. And then you're like, what is that giant vein? What's that going to? And then it pans out further and you're like, oh my God, there's the head of the giant Kong dick. Done. You know, I was thinking about this and I was like. And he could just come on Godzilla, and that would be his laser blast. And I thought to me, I've never seen a gorilla. This is as weird as this podcast is. I've never seen a gorilla dick. No, me neither. Is it like recessed? Like a dog? I'll tell you what, I have Google right now. All right, search search, search gorilla dick and see what comes up. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what else are we going to talk about? On, uh, I mean, on this podcast. Oh, it's pretty big. Yeah. Um, I mean, does it hang or does it come out? I'm not going to lie. A lot of these don't want to show it. Where's the gorilla penis? 
Hey, okay, I'm gonna not dick. Let's search penis. Penis. Penis size, an evolutionary perspective. This is, you know what? If you search for penises any for any other thing, you're gonna get ten billion fucking penises all over the place. But I don't see one goddamn gorilla dick in this search. I see some pretty uh, upsetting images. Let me see. I think I might have gotten one. What do you got? I'm I'm gonna come over and look at it. You know, this is important for the podcasting world. Well, he's peeing. I'm not even sure that's a man. Well, in any event, I want a gigantic throbbing gorilla dick in this movie, and I didn't get it. And that's why I took some points off. Um, So, yeah, they while they're down there in Earth, they also get a piece of like the the ground energy. It's like some sort of fucking like it's it's the it's the shit that makes kaiju possible down in Middle Earth. And the megacorp that is basically uh, funding this this journey to the center of the earth uses this to power this piece of this piece of the ground to power their mecha Godzilla. And now they have what they think is a great weapon to fight Godzilla, to put Godzilla back in his place. What they don't realize is mecha Godzilla is. Mechagodzilla is piloted by a normal human pilot. Mm. And he his mind is only so capable of controlling mm. Mechagodzilla once this energy the cube sphere gets placed into Mechagodzilla. And well there's something like where And then Mechagodzilla's like, eyes turned red, and that means bad things. Mm-hmm. Um they they make it a point um to show that the Mecha Godzilla is drawing energy off of the skull of one of these dead kaiju. I think it's yeah, Ghidorah. 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 Monster Zero, who seems very important. And so I apparent I think what it was trying to communicate when there was a power surge, like the dead kaiju took over. Uh, and it was oh. Ghidorah's personality controlling Mecha Godzilla. But you could really tell just from looking at his eyes. You want me to replace the villain with a dog? I mean, nobody will know what's going on. They will if you set up that the dog is evil. All you have to do is show him doing this. <laughs> and people will suspect the dog. They will. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's kind of lazy and dumb, but, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm sure kaiju people just exploded in their pants as soon as they saw the skull of Ghidorah and or Monster Zero in there. The instant you start thinking about the plot of this movie is the instant that you are thinking more than the people that wrote the movie. So, oh, my God. I mean, really, just sit back, enjoy. I don't know if we mentioned that there's a giant gorilla that punches Godzilla in the fucking face in this movie. There was literally... A, they used a Mad Libs to write this movie. Right. <laughs> They literally did that. Uh, what's a kaiju? Ah, uh, Ghidorah. Well, make that the thing that powers Mechagodzilla. Uh-huh. Who gives a shit? So, uh, at the end, they defibrillate Kong with a spaceship. That was kind of cool. Uh-huh. And King Kong bonk Mecha. Uh, Mecha fight Godzilla real good. And then Kong came to the rescue and he bonked Mechagodzilla. Zilla... Regular Zilla imbues King's axe with zappy breath to allow Kong the bonk to end all bonks. And Kongzilla friends, happy music, go fun time. Hmm. So it all is kind of nicely wrapped up in that sentence. And, uh, you know, we all live to fight another day, except for the literally tens of thousands of people who died within all those buildings that were destroyed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, is Yeah. Is this movie dumb? Yes. <laughs> like, is it way too long? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. It's yes. a two-hour movie for no apparent reason. No apparent Like, will you be bored to tears anytime a human face is on screen? Yes. Oh, my God. Should you see this movie? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's got... I mean, it's got a giant monkey punching a giant lizard in the face. Yeah, did we mention that part? And... And also a giant lizard, you know, fighting a giant monkey. 
What's your point, David? So, I mean, it's... It's pretty great. Uh, I'm not going to lie. You know, normally time, you know, the running time of a movie really affects me. I... I see two hours and I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, you sent me a text. It says this movie is two hours long and already receives a one for me. Yeah. I haven't even started it yet. But it didn't feel like two hours. I watched this movie and it just kind of the time just almost turned into vapor. And, uh, and then I was at the end and I didn't remember much of what happened. And you get all those weird sentences out of it. Kongzilla, friends, happy music, go fun time. So, you know, I'd say see it, but I would also say see it in theaters. For sure. Like, I would not watch this on HBO Max again. <laughs> uh, if I had a chance to see it in theaters, I would fucking run to the theaters and watch this fucking movie. <laughs> Can, uh, so there it is. So go see there it is. Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm-hmm. So we have had a contest running for a long time. Uh, Plenty of time to... Enter. You get everybody's entries in, and it's called the hashtag one titty challenge, or I should say one titty HMT is the hashtag. And when the instructions were pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said, you know, get yourself a Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, gussy up one of your boobies, take a picture of your boobie with the Lawnmower 3.0 in the picture, post it to the Facebook group. Explicit instructions. I have to say, I'm a little disappointed in our audience. And uh, I don't know if y'all deserve the title of the best community of any podcast in all of history. Whoa. I'm just, uh, it's in question. Whoa. It is in question. So we go into Facebook, we, uh, we get into the group, and I see only two entries that really actually qualify here. And I'm going to show uh, one of them. We have Daniel Lee Bo. I will call him Daniel Lee Bo. Let me let me see it. I can't find it. And uh, and he has he has a beautiful chest. I will tell you that. Here you go. Don't surf around on that because I have the search in the background. Um, okay. So that is one of the two entries that you people were able to come up with. Of course, this is for um, this contest is for a Google Home Mini and a bunch of HMT stickers. So that's what's on the line. And, you know, he didn't do anything terribly, uh, he didn't do anything creative. He just literally shaved his tit, his single tit, and uh, and he's got a lot of tattoos. I can't tell if they're like gang tattoos, if he's in a gang or something like that. But then he's also illuminating it. There's a nice little touch here with the light on the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a very nice feature, might I add. It helps you because, you know... It, Manscaped understands that their their trimmers are meant for your nether regions. And what are your nether regions? Well, they're dark. So he's using the uh, the trimmer in the on position to illuminate his boob. And uh, I got to say, it's a good looking boob. He's a fit man. He did the instructions. He's one of only two entrants. So... He in his in his post he he does tag it with hashtag one titty HMT and he apologizes in the post he says I apologize for the damp panties and stretched trousers so I I I commented oh my god it's so juicy um, I like that one I'd say that's that's a good one and then we have longtime fan and patron uh, Brad Biggin. Kerrigan. He's been on the show, mm-hmm. I, I believe. Uh, and his post is just the largest man you've ever seen in your entire life with a, I mean, it's, it's a mournful tit. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not gussied up. He has a trimmer that he's Kind of hiding a little bit. Well, he does mention it's the lawnmower, lawnmower one. I don't care which lawnmower out. it is. He's got it. Yeah. Um. But it is a mournful, it is an entry. Yeah. It is a mournful tit. It is not a happy boob. I think it's fine. Uh, sh- it's not. I'm gonna say the amount of effort to gussy it up is not. It's not there. Equal to Daniel's. No. No, it's not. And and for that reason, I'm sorry, Brad. I. I got to give this one to Daniel. This, this, I appreciate both of you for joining. You know, we actually had another participant, 
in in the competition, but he didn't have a lawnmower 3.0 in the picture. Uh, let me let me see if I can bring that up. Um, I can't. Can you find the third one? Dustin has a clearly f- photoshopped picture of his head on a on a just a gorgeous specimen of a man who happens to be holding a uh, a lawnmower 3.0, and um, I don't see another entry other than Dustin. Well, there you go. Other than your original post, and I assume that's Garrett. Oh, here it is. It is Martin S. And he says, here's what my one titty. I just wanted to be included. But he's got a beautiful tattoo of a um, of a bunny with some roses below it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, a, that's a nice try to get in there. But I got to give – it doesn't have the lawnmower 3.0 in yeah. the picture. So we're giving this to Daniel Lee Bo. And, uh, and thank you guys for entering the One Titty Challenge. Uh, you know, Manscaped has been a longtime sponsor of the show now. We certainly appreciate them, and, you know, they help us out. Um, so, you know, we appreciate you. And get in contact with us, Daniel, and we'll happily set, ship this out to you with some stickers. And, uh, and thank you guys for entering the One Titty Challenge. I just wish that I got to see more titties. Mm. I didn't get to see one lady's boob. Not one. Was that what you're really angling for? Uh, Yeah, kind of. It's a little bit. Look, I get it. It's not a good look to like have a trimmer in front of a lady's boob because that implies that it was really hairy at some point. Unless that's what you're into. It makes it, I don't know, slightly less desirable. Whoa. Hey, you know what? But that's my fetish is really long nipple hairs. And so that just makes it worse for me. Right. Right. It's, It's complicated. Yeah. So with that, that is today's episode. Uh, go see Kong or Godzilla versus Kong or whatever this piece of shit was because it's actually pretty fun. And uh, and I, I, I look forward to recording today's Afterpod because I have a lot to talk about. Um, so and if you become a patron and you can you support us on there at uh, anything but the two dollar level, you get to listen to a, you get access to a whole nother podcast on our Patreon called the Afterpod. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to share the show with a friend because that actually does help us quite a bit. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We, uh, Whenever we get like a kind of not great review, a listener comes and follows it up with a good review. So That's I what mean, makes you guys the best. That's what makes you the best. But, you know, if you want to not wait until there's a bad review to leave a good review, that's fine, too. It's good, too. And if you'd like to get a hold of the show, call us at 682-253-4468. We love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat, look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day, they'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way, vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco, put your tongue through the phone hoodie Picasso, look at them hot kids swearing not a pedo, got me too with Cosby eating jello, pudding pops done gave Bryce flatulence, train addict addict Dave does it give a shit one through ten is it horrible or excellent oil me up daddy is dinner percent kiss bryce hansen look at them hot kids chris henson masturbate with a crucifix exorcist face huggers chest bursters alien linda blair peed on sigourney weaver i know it's true because it came from social media Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare him, no, no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex expert. After pods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids swearing not a pedo. Got me too with Cosby eating.
making jello. Pudding pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. It's your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days shutter and jump scares ain't fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show one titty, pretty. Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty ass, stay spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them. Monkey.